if we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. Frats Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed it is. Nine minutes after 10 o'clock. Hour number two is underway on AM 1420. The answer. Thank you so very much for being with us. Thanks again to Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. We didn't get a chance to get to the vax issue as it pertains to the Chinese coronavirus. Uh, and we will come back to your phone calls on the issue of shutdowns and non-essential businesses, places of worship, all uh, being targeted by Mike DeWine and governors like him all over the uh, country right now. But for now, we're going to pivot to the other huge story going on, continuing uh, in this country, and that is the ongoing presidential election. And I'm going to say that very definitively. The election is still ongoing. Anybody who calls, like Mike DeWine did, uh, Joe Biden, the president-elect, is absolutely circumventing American democracy. There have been no electors that have made any decisions yet. Uh, there are still ballots being counted today. They are doing a hand recount of the uh, ballots in the state of Georgia. There are still legal cases pending. So let's talk about why we don't have a president-elect settled yet. One of the reasons why is because there have been not just credible allegations not just suggestions, not just accusations of voter fraud and election fraud. Two very different things, by the way. But there is evidence. There is data. There are eyewitnesses. There are sworn affidavits. And, yes, there are whistleblowers as well. All of them combining to tell us that we absolutely do not, cannot have faith in this most recently conducted or at least begun on November 3rd presidential election that is ongoing. I talked to General Thomas McInerney on Wednesday's program, and General McInerney, retired from the United States Air Force, laid it all out for us, telling us about the Hammer computer system and the scorecard program that was developed within it and is being used in American elections, including this one, to change votes. To literally, when a vote is cast and a certain point is reached, when a vote is cast for one candidate, it will switch to the other candidate and apply the vote to the wrong place. It means that our election cannot be trusted. It means that we are all witnessing election fraud. 
And again, there's a big difference between election fraud and voter fraud. This is systemic election, pre-planned and carried out attack on our election by those who are running that computer. The question is, is who are they and how is this being done? Well, joining us now to talk about it is somebody who has been following this very closely. Kathy Johnson is the Assistant Ohio State Director of PG, uh, PJTN, which is Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. We talk uh, with Mike Goldstein, the director, on a fairly regular basis. And Kathy joins us now because she has been following this very closely and wanted to follow up on General McInerney's conversation. Kathy, it's good to have you back on our show. How are you? I'm good, Bob. Thanks for having me on. And uh, I am Assistant Ohio State Director for Proclaiming Justice to the Nation, but I will be speaking as a private citizen today because uh, PJTN is a nonprofit. Understood. Thank you for that clarification. So, uh, let's let's dive into this now, Kathy. You and I spoke, <clears throat> or actually just uh, uh, messaged one another about this uh, yesterday, and that's why I invited you to come on. President Trump sent out a tweet yesterday talking about the Dominion Company, which is responsible for this computer system that is uh, using the hammer and the scorecard programs we just discussed. The president tweeted the following. Dominion deleted 2.7 million Trump votes nationwide. Data analysis finds 221,000 Pennsylvania votes switched from President Trump to Biden. 941,000 Trump votes deleted. States using Dominion voting systems switched 435,000 votes from Trump to Biden. Now that is a heady accusation. That is gutsy to say such a thing. He can't be saying this without evidence, right? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. What is the evidence? Uh, what is the evidence, and 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 how does this all tie in? I know you were listening intently to, to the uh, general the other day. Tell us what your thoughts are here. I sure was listening, and and ironically, somebody uh, emailed me some data from the Donald dot win on Tuesday night, and I didn't have a chance to look at it, Bob, until after I'd heard your show and heard uh, General McInerney. Now I'm familiar with General McInerney's uh, data point because I, I've heard him on the Steve Bannon uh, war room, which is very excellent interview. And so I'm aware yes. of the hammer and the scorecard. But I listened to him very intently when he was on your show. I believe that was Wednesday morning. And I had already received this data uh, by email, as I said, but I hadn't gotten a chance to look at it. Well, later in the day, I took a look at it. It's on the Donald.win. And to tell you the truth, it was very technical for me. And I didn't really know what to think. The numbers, though, that they were publishing were very staggering. So I I put it down and I went back to it later and I looked at it again. And this time I read some of the comments. And there was a comment there uh, that that stated uh, that um, I sent this post to Gateway Pundit and they published it tonight at 6.30 p.m. That would be Tuesday night at 6.30 And then I went to, I followed the link to the Gateway Pundit article, and this gave an extra element. This might be something we need to look at. Uh, The data was done by an independent, uh, just a guy, an an independent analyzer, but he accessed um, what he said was um, captured, um, captured by the New York Times on election night data, and he said it was from Edison Research, the same data that is used for election coverage by at least ABC News, CBS, CNN, and NBC, and it's also used for a website of the New York Times 
So, so he managed to get a hold of that data and do some analysis. And it was actually pretty staggering. I, I sent that, uh, that Gateway Pundit article to you, and I will say that they, they did publish it with the caveat that they had not, not audited it yet. But then, when Bob, when I saw President Trump's tweet, he took this his his statistics directly from um, the Gateway Pundit analysis here, and mm-hmm. that lends another total view of credibility to this. So, so I'm thinking we may have something here. I think when General McInerney and his crew start analyzing, we may see even more because they would have access to, to, to more data, obviously, than somebody who's doing analysis independently. So what do you think? You know, that video, Kathy, uh, on the uh, Gateway Pundit article is also in some other places, too. I saw it on a Twitter feed uh, as well, and it's pretty staggering on CNN. This is, you know, again, people are claiming that conservatives and Trump supporters after the election are all trying to find flaws with it. Now, this this isn't after. This is in the midst of the counting on election night. This is CNN coverage as they update the vote totals. Now, I watched Fox. They did the same thing on the bottom of the screen all night long. It's, you know, state by state by state. Alphabetically, this is where we are. This is the percentage of the vote that is in and has been counted, and this is where the totals are and their percentages. Well, on CNN, again, I didn't see it live. I saw the video of this, though, and it's just somebody taking a video of their TV so you can see that it's not something that was actually made digitally online for the purposes of trying to defraud things. So this is on CNN live television. They showed um, a, a vote total um, of, of President Trump and of, of uh, vice, former Vice President Joe Biden. And then they went from in Pennsylvania and then they went to a couple of other states and then literally within about two or three minutes, they came back and showed Pennsylvania again. The second time President Trump's vote total, and I know you know this, Kathy, this is for the benefit of our yeah. listeners. Oh, absolutely. I've the, seen the, it. The second time they showed it, about three minutes after the first time, President Trump's vote total had decreased by over 19,000 votes, almost 20,000 votes. And at the very same exact number, the very same number his vote total was decreased by, Joe Biden's was increased by. So nearly a 40,000-vote swing in three minutes. Now, mind you, it would be staggering enough and impossible to believe, Kathy, and I'm sure you would agree, if three minutes later just just the second part had occurred, just the Joe Biden got you know 20,000 votes that he didn't have before. They, they just counted 20,000 new votes in the last three minutes, and they were all for Biden. But what makes yeah. this criminal is the fact that somehow Trump lost 20,000 votes. That's not possible. And, and that was shown live on CNN. So these are the kinds of things that absolutely, this is evidence. This isn't allegations. This is evidence that the vote totals were being manipulated by the machines, the computers, the hammer and the scorecard that were switching votes from Biden to Trump, which the general has explained. So uh, sorry about dominating so much of that conversation. I wanted people to hear that because I know that's what you came on to talk about. That That is the kind of thing that just demands a federal inquiry. That's the kind of thing I would imagine that Bill Barr in the Department of Justice would be all over here because that's simply, it's inexplicable. I would think so, but, but I did take some comfort in the fact that the president tweeted this out, so I know that it's being looked at in, at the very highest 
highest parts of our country. So I do take comfort in that, but certainly time is of the essence here. It is. Clearly, it is, it is It is important to get this done before the electors go and cast their official votes and, and make this thing and make Joe Biden the real, quote-unquote, president-elect. president But um, here's the thing, Kathy. I think it's going to take a lot more than just a President Trump tweet and to be truthful. And oh, I yeah. I don't mean to criticize the president here, but we all know that the president is very loose with his tweets. He sends some things and fires them out, and through the last four years, some of them have been disputed and discredited and whatnot. And more importantly, uh, Twitter, through their you know uh, their liberal biased moderators, they slap the warning label that label on almost every Trump tweet that says this is disputed or this is false news or this is fact checked, etc. So if you know, the the president's tweets are being taken with a proverbial grain of salt, um, then this tweet isn't going to be enough to draw the attention of, you know, the, the Department of Justice and others. It's going to have to go a lot further than that. I totally agree with you, Bob. And I, I did take comfort as I, I re-listened to your interview with General McInerney, mm-hmm. where he said that he suspected that... Um, uh, the official count was 71 million votes for Trump, and he suspected it was more in the neighborhood of 75 million. And he said that we do have to prove this uh, through sworn affidavits and, and investigations and that they are doing this. So I think if General McInerney and his crew are on this, um, I certainly hope that this gets exposed to the fullest, and it may even be uh, more extensive than what we show here, if, if they can get into data that is more than what is available on the public forum. So I'm hopeful um, and waiting for good information, and, and I believe General McInerney was looking for some donations as well to try to, um, they're, they're operating uh, with private funds, so I'm hoping that uh, he will come through with this. Very credible man, very distinguished, honored general who has served our country with all his heart, mind, soul, and strength. I totally respect him, and I hope that he is empowered to get this done. Well, you know what? Two things. Number one, you're right, a thousand percent. He is looking for assistance, and there's a website that um, is set up, excuse me, set up that explains a lot of this, and that he has asked uh, people to donate to. And I'm going to find it again. I don't have it in front of me from when I talked to him the other day. Uh, but you're right about that. And the second thing is, you know that the general is onto something huge here when you consider the fact that his character is under attack now. He is being assassinated. Yes, it is. Character assassination. They're calling him a disgraced retired general. Somehow, someway, because he is exposing the truth, they can't go after the facts. They can't undo the damage of Dominion. So what they can do is attack the character of the person blowing the whistle here. And you know he's onto the right track when they do that. You're absolutely right, and he went over that in his interview, and he does not seem to be phased by it. Uh, that was my, at least my impression, that he says if he, if he is being character attacked uh, by these kind of people, that he is on the right road. That's exactly so correct. I took a lot of comfort in that. I did find the website because it does. It's it's not free. It takes money to do what they are doing here to to expose this. And the website that the general gave is blixware.org. Now Blix is B L X, no I, just B L X Ware W A R E B L X W A R E Blixware 
org is the place that you, can, that you can go to donate so that we have the funding that the general needs and his team to expose all of this and right a terrible wrong that is being perpetrated in this country. Kathy Johnson, private citizen today. On other days, she is the assistant state director uh, to the Proclaiming Justice to the Nations organization uh, run by Mike Goldstein in this state. Uh, Kathy, thank you so very much for coming on and shining a light on this. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Bob. I really appreciate you having me on. Have a great day. You bet. We'll talk to you again. Bye-bye. 1024, the Bob Francis Authority comes right back after this. Just a rainbow in the dark. Okay, 1027. It's an unbelievably crazy time right now that we are dealing with between the promised lockdown of uh, free American and Ohio citizens coming up again, the shuttering of churches, the shuttering of gyms and bars and restaurants and everything else promised by Mike DeWine in response to the uh, over-media-hyped coronavirus. And yes, it is exactly that for all the reasons Sherry Tenpenny gave. And you add that to the fact that we're still trying to figure out what happened on Election Day. Uh, this is just an unprecedented time. For those who missed the General McInerney interview that uh, Kathy Johnson and I were just talking about, in which he laid out for me on this program what the hammer and the scorecard programs are and how they change votes and how they are being manipulated by the Democrat Party to steal elections like this one, um, if you missed it from Wednesday, I'm going to play it back for you. I was going to do this yesterday, uh, but ran out of time. I'm going to play it back for you after the bottom of the hour news. So if you miss General McInerney and you want to know exactly how serious this is, uh, stay tuned. Ron in Middleburg Heights, you're on AM 1420, The Answer. Ron, go ahead. Well, hello, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, I, I, um, I think the software programs, uh, lend themselves that Dominion software that General McEnany spoke about lends themselves to fraud. And if you have one example that's so egregious that 6,000 people uh, were, 6,000 people's votes were switched, then you, you need a, a full forensic software investigation and you can trace, backtrace what, what, what was done to software. The question would be, is there time without having Nancy Pelosi be president? to do in the battleground states that were so narrow to do that forensic investigation and then to match it with the ballot. Um, it seems like we're under a time pressure, and I wondered if you commented on that or you had an opinion on that, uh, Bob. I, I have an opinion, but it's just that, Ron, and thanks for the call and the question. Um, the only way we will get the time that we need is if this goes to the Supreme Court. And that means where the Supreme Court doesn't say, here, we rule in favor of A or B, but that, yes, uh, we will hold off on the certification of the presidential election. We will hold off on, and we will put an injunction in place uh, to hold off on the Electoral College, the electors casting their official votes, making Joe Biden's victory, if you will, um, uh, official. Uh, I think that could happen. They could, it would obviously have to go to a federal court and file for an injunction. The Trump team probably would to stop this from happening right now until what you just said takes place. A full reckoning of everything that the computers did and what the computers have, what information they have and what the actual physical ballots hold. I agree with you. All of that needs to be done. Yes, it will take some time. And no, they cannot get it done before the electors actually have to cast their ballots. 
Um, the only thing, the only way that could be is through the courts. Like I said, you'd have to go to a federal court. It would be appealed and all the way up, and it would be an immediate and um, uh, a very rapid. Um, uh, it'll, it'll make its way very rapidly is what I'm trying to say through the court so that the um, Supreme Court would hold an emergency session to hear that case and then say, okay, nope, we are not granting that injunction. We move forward with the electors or yes, we need to get to the bottom of all of this. And considering the current makeup of the court, I would feel very good about such a thing. So that's just my opinion to answer your question. I appreciate that. We'll come right back with more questions and General McInerney's interview right after this. There are two sides to every story. There's the mainstream media side, and then there's the truth. You are experiencing the truth. The Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Okay, 1036. We are right back on the clock. Boy, we're good. Uh, We mess it up, but we fix it up. (laughs) And I love that. Okay. On Wednesday, I spoke with General Thomas McInerney, retired U.S. Army, or excuse me, U.S. Air Force General, Lieutenant General. He at one point was the third highest uh, ranking official in the United States Air Force. And General McInerney is all over this. By this, I'm talking about the Dominion computer and the hammer and scorecard programs that have been commandeered uh, by the left and that have been used in multiple occasions, according to the general, to change votes from one candidate to another in an election. Now, some of the information I got from the general, I can't just repeat because, you know, verbatim, because it's too much. I figured the best thing to do if you missed that interview on Wednesday is let you hear it again for yourself. Now, I'm going to start it for you, and it's going to start a little abruptly, because my first uh, comment to the general on Wednesday was about Veterans Day. We don't need to waste time listening to that, as I thanked him for his service. We pick it up talking about uh, the information regarding the theft of the 2020 presidential election from Donald Trump by uh, leftists um, and other hidden figures in the deep state. And uh, that's where we, we pick this interview up with with General Thomas McEnany. Democracy is dead if we cannot, as voters, have faith that our votes will be counted and that our votes will not be nullified by fake votes or fraudulent votes that are counted or that our votes were flipped. So with that, I would like you to give us a little bit of a primer here on what the hammer program developed by the NSA and the scorecard element of that hammer program, what those are and how they were used in this election. General. Well, good, uh, Bill. And I will. I will, uh, Bob. I will repeat some that you already played. I heard uh, you talking about it. But the fact is, we're talking about cyber warfare for the first time. Well, it's not the first time, but this massive cyber warfare effort went into the voting numbers. As I said in the play before, the Obama Biden administration used it in 2012 to win Florida, and they also used it in the primaries to beat uh, Bernie. And the Bernie Bubba's ought to be aware that Biden defeated them using hammer and scorecard in the primary. So uh, I'll just leave it out there. Now, the reason this is so important 
Because look, General, General if I may, daily. if I may, real quick, um, yeah. because you brought that up, I was going to ask you about that. I heard that in your other interview with Steve, talking about uh, the program being used in the by the Democrats in the primaries to essentially ensure that Joe Biden defeated Bernie Sanders. Did the Sanders people know that? Do they know that now? And 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 why are they not speaking out about that? No, they did not know it. No, they don't know it now. You don't. Okay. You don't think that. Uh, the Democrats are going to peel those people off. But clearly everybody knows that it was um, common sense, the sniff test. You could see that Bernie was winning. Then all of a sudden numbers flipped in South Carolina. And they attribute it to mm-hmm. South Carolina and the minority vote. No, that's yeah, not with James really flipped them. Yeah, with Clyburn. Okay. Uh, but the fact is, is they got hammered again. He beat Hillary in uh, 2016. So they may wise up someday, but the fact is it's the American people that have to know that a massive cyber operation was used in this election. Now, the important reason is you hear all these issues of voter fraud coming in from Georgia, coming in from Pennsylvania, from Michigan. I just saw one five minutes before I came on that 169,000 votes were peeled off in Virginia. Now, the reason this is important, when you use cyber warfare, you only have a very limited number of people that are using it and that are aware of it. It's not like when you go to voting booths, uh, you see the mailman stuff, ballots, and all these other things that we're hearing about. Mm. Few people see this because it's done with electrons. Now, this is in our business, in the cyber warfare business, this is a rather trivial way to do it. There's just no question. Uh, Dennis Montgomery, who designed this program for the CIA, uh, Hammer initially, in which I met it back in 2017, so it wasn't new to me, uh, but uh, that's how I found out what the Democrats were doing and listening to the Trump administration during their campaign and then once in office. The the fact is that uh, when Vice President, or, or when President Obama moved uh, into the White House, two weeks after he moved in, he moved this program into a CIA secret facility in Fort Washington, Maryland. Now, the reason I mention this, because the reason this broke was in 2015, uh, Dennis Montgomery who created this program, uh, became a whistleblower. And he turned over to the FBI general counsel, James Baker, and the director, Comey, 47 computer hard drives of evidence proving that Brennan and Clapper had used a hammer to conduct illegal domestic surveillance. Now, the reason this is important is, uh, guess where? Former FBI general counsel James Baker is now. He's at Twitter as the general counsel. My, my, isn't that a surprise? Wow. Wow. Now, I had no idea. Yes. Yeah, start peeling back, Bob, and I think you're going to find a lot more. But the fact is, for the American public, none of this is seen. And uh, we, when it was being done in real time, uh, we were monitoring it in real time. Um, and so we're compiling the evidence. 
I'm working with people in the in the in the, in the administration. I want to be a little careful how I say this, and certain mm-hmm. people in the Hill, and uh, but the president has got to address hammer and scorecard. He's got to drive this thing. He must let and notify the American people because these numbers are going to come out. Now, already they're trying to, uh, you know, to put out articles about me and Dennis Montgomery and others uh, and Seamus, the Daily Beast, etc. But that means you're doing well, doesn't it? Once you start seeing uh, articles that uh, defame the personalities and the individuals, not the technology or what it's all about, then you know you have struck and they are aware of it and they're going into their counter program. But for well, your if business, they can't discredit the information, you're right. They discredit the purveyor of the information. That is the, the best way to describe it. Now, General, you told Steve Bannon that um, Barack Obama used this program as far back as his reelection campaign in 2012 in Florida, if I heard that correctly. Is there evidence of that? Okay, what, what is the evidence yes. of that? Yes. Well, there's an evidence. Are, are you able, to, are you able to, to, tell, to tell us how you know that and, and who else knows that? And, and the main reason I asked that question, General, is to lead up to the next one, so I'll just get them in together. If he used that in 2012 and it works to flip up to 3% of the votes uh, in a given location, however they, they program it, why wasn't it used to help Hillary Clinton beat Donald Trump in 2016, four years later? It was. However, and all I can say was it was countered. Why do you think the Democrats were so absolutely upset when Hillary was, was supposed to win? Uh, 95% of the polls said that she was going to win and she lost. I, I can't this dwell on big. because big, and uh, all I can say is she still thinks she should have won, and she would have, but they put in a more robust system, and they beefed it up because they now had scar tissue, and uh, mm-hmm. because this was a tightly controlled program, SAP, Special Access Program, uh, and uh not many people. First of all, if you know the program, you can't talk about it like I'm talking about. It. I haven't been in briefed, in other words. And so uh, I got this from a source. And uh, uh, as a matter of fact, it's a, an excellent article by Mary Fanning and Alan Jones on the 31st of, uh, of uh, October this year. I did not realize this until... A week ago Sunday, uh, two days before the election, that Hammer had been resurrected, and they created this new application. Now, for our listeners who are familiar with the uh, with the iPhone, consider Hammer as an iPhone, as a as a it's a SIGINT program, but Scorecard is the application, like all the different apps you have on your iPhone. This one adjusts votes and switches them within a 3% range. In this particular case, switches from Trump to Biden. Now, there were 71 million, roughly, people who voted for President Trump. I suspect that number is really somewhere between 73 and 75 
if we had a God's eye view and can't, could ask everybody in the United States who they voted for and get an instantaneous response, I think you would probably look at probably, say, 75 million people voted for President Trump. Now, we have to prove this. We have to put it in affidavits. We're in the process of doing this. Uh, and I need a little support from your people because we're having a little trouble in the bureaucracy. The deep state is still there, Bob. The deep state is still there and active. And uh, so uh, I need people to go to a web page, and I need them to look and donate uh, to this web page uh, some money. I don't What's care called, what sir? it is. But it, the web page is Blixware, B L X W A R E dot org. Got it. Now we are we are self funding right now, and uh, because there are a lot of people that do not want to admit that this happened. But let's take a little sniff test. How come all the down ballots didn't switch over to the Democrats? Why didn't they overly overwhelm the Senate? Why didn't uh, not one House member, Republican, that elected to run again, lost? That's right. So something, something, it doesn't pass the sniff test, does it? No, it does. That's one of the things we, uh, I know that I and so many other people talked about. There has to be something more nefarious because to believe that millions of Republicans went to the polls and voted for their Republican representatives or voted to flip seats for Republicans and voted for Republican senators, but just forgot to vote for Trump and voted for Biden. No, uh, that, that doesn't work. General, we're really short on time here, but I want to ask you this. And first of all, I do have the website up and I will repeat that to people because I know it takes money to expose these things. And I certainly hope that the president's legal team, Sidney Powell, that I know you have worked with, and many others, are up to the task in opening Americans' eyes to this. It's extraordinarily important. But my last question for you, because of our time limitations, General, is this. Can we be assured, and if not, why can we not be assured, that this same program, the the scorecard uh, you know application if you will of the hammer um, won't be used to steal these two extraordinarily important Senate races in Georgia in January. It will be unless unless the state of Georgia wises up and starts looking at and tracking because when the the numbers come out of the polling stations, most of the polling stations are not hooked up to the internet. Oh, I'm finding out that some were in Texas. But that aside, this data is bundled up, and it goes to uh, the Secretary of State. Uh, and uh, the Secretary of State has transfer points. And when it comes into these transfer points and it's being bundled, that's where Hammer focuses on the transfer points with the cyber warfare, puts the application uh, on a scorecard on it, changes the votes, and that's why in Michigan at 0400 in the morning you saw 138,000 votes come in, <laughs> all for Biden, and, yeah. so, and, and in two other states that way. I think uh, Wisconsin and Pennsylvania saw the same thing. But people don't see this, and now you're starting to see people are going back in their television sets and replaying uh, their VTRs and looking at it, and they'll see how these numbers jump around. But what we have to do is... We have to, and we're self-funded, and we have to 
look at what the states sent from the polling booths up to the Secretary of State to the transfer point, get those numbers, and then compare what came out of the transfer points. That's where the cyber warfare it sounds. Yeah, it sounds expensive, and it does sound, uh, you know, very, very difficult. And I know it is going to take a lot of expertise and, as you say, a lot of funding as well. So we do want people to go to the website, and we do want, hopefully, by the way, you have will, a willing assistant in this, an asset, uh, a teammate, if you will, in Governor Brian Kemp. The fact that it is a Republican governor of Georgia, Republican leadership in the electoral elec- elections uh, commission, etc., hopefully they will be uh, willing to learn this and study this and prepare for this uh, before January when the runoffs happen, because the well, only the future of our republic is at stake. Uh, General Thomas McInerney, thank you for what you are doing and thank you for what you have done as well uh, on this Veterans Day 20 2020. We certainly appreciate you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Okay, obviously, that was my interview with uh, General McInerney from Wednesday. And uh, real quick, before we take our final time out and get a couple of more phone calls here, um, the general said very directly in that interview that it's going to take President Trump alerting the American people to this. And it appears that President Trump was listening. And I don't mean to me, but to the general. The president is listening to the general and his team. He's doing interviews all over the place on this because the day after, which was yesterday, President Trump tweeted, report, Dominion deleted 2.7 million Trump votes nationwide. Data analysis finds 221,000 Pennsylvania votes switched from Trump to Biden. 941,000 Trump votes deleted. States using Dominion voting systems, which, by the way, is what runs the hammer and the, and the scorecard. Uh, switched 435,000 votes from Trump to Biden. So the president is doing exactly what General McInerney said that they needed him to do. Put this on the, the, the radar, if you will, of every American. He's using Twitter to do that. We'll be right back. Okay, 1057. Let me see if we can get a couple or three calls in before we're done here. Regina in Twinsburg. Try to be quick. Regina, what's on your mind? Hey, Bob. How are you today? Good, Regina. Real quick, because we're short on time. What do you got? Oh, I know. Hey, I just want to thank you for your show and re-listening to uh, General's uh, interview you had the other day. I encourage everybody Mm -hmm. to write the governor and demand he tell us where these results are coming from. And also to write the new bishop of Cleveland to get the other bishops in the state of Ohio to push back should he decide, should Mike DeWine decide to close the churches just in time for Christmas like he did at Easter. That's a very good idea, and I hope people do that. Thank you for the call, Regina, because it's, uh, it is very, very sad. I, I was listening to, and I know it's New York, not Ohio, but Governor Cuomo in New York talking about he doesn't care if it's mosque or church or temple, no more than 10 people allowed in the building. They are just destroying religious liberty in this country, and I hope they do right. Uh, Bob in Middleburg, go ahead. Good morning, Bob. This issue of voter fraud, uh, I'm not seeing any consequences. People are doing this. They're getting away with it. I mean, if this is this widespread, we should have tens of thousands of people in jail, but we have no one in jail. 
Well, you know, that's a, you're spot on. You're you're a thousand percent right. What I hate is that what we hear is there's no widespread voter fraud, meaning it's only happening in small amounts. Well, first of all, those are the only ones that we know about, you know, dead people voting and so on and so forth. Um, it's not going to change. And thank you for the call, Bob. It's not going to change until the government hones in on one or two or five or ten of these individuals who voted illegally, committed voter fraud, and la- just really slap the crap out of them. Really give them, give them 24 months in jail. Do prison. Do something to discourage anybody from ever thinking about committing voter fraud again because our democracy literally is at stake. They've got to do something. That's all the time we've got. Thanks to everybody for listening today. Thanks for a great week of radio. We continue to fight for this country on Monday. We'll see you then.